0: soul hole activated
1: we are two best friends who happen to be psychic mediums
0: we do readings we teach we mentor and we love to laugh
1: yeah and you know what we love to cry too cuz we're heartstring pulling mother truckers
0: oh ooh warning this is rated e for explicit so if you don't like the word fuck you should probably turn your ass around
1: turn it around don't look back run but if you're sticking around it's time for another episode of i'm a medium
0: ask me how
1: hey dana matthew (laughs) dana
0: (laughs) matthew we're back we're back another episode
1: new week new us
0: i know it's weird, mm-hmm. we're, we're taping this in the middle of the week. It's, it's the retrograde. We're just, we're, we're, we're holding on for dear life, but you know can what? We,
1: can we take a moment for this retrograde?
0: <laughs> you know, I, I have actually thought about like, do we mention the retrograde in this podcast? Cause I like for these podcasts to be timeless, right?
1: They'll hear it under another Mercury retrograde because they yeah. see every two fucking seconds to you, Willie.
0: I know they keep coming. This this retrograde is extra special though. And we do have to hold space that, you know, we're usually pretty good about getting these episodes out every every Tuesday. And this 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 one is kicking our collective asses. So Oh it's a, it's let's, a doozy. Let's hold space. <laughs>
1: Hey, you know, what's really funny is I can't tell whose mercury retrograde has been worse.
0: I know. I mean, it's like, you don't want to, you know, you never want to compare your trauma. Your trauma is valid, you know?
1: Yeah, but yours just tops mine. No, and it then doesn't. And mine comes back and it's like, hold my beer.
0: Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, oh, you got thousands taken out of your bank account. I'm in the ER. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> Mine's You're worse. are fine. You're fine, you'll survive.
0: Yeah, are you in the ER? Well, then shut up because mine's worse
1: every two seconds, and then all your electronics have just been yeah. Out. Oh, yeah, out.
0: oh, out. yeah. You and I literally tried to have a phone call before this, and it took about 15 minutes to get even on the phone to have the phone call, which is yeah. fun. Yeah,
1: I was watching a- another medium on live,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they were trying to read from their normal spot, <laughs> they were like. Ugh. i was
0: like oh it's so sad but you know it's we're doing the best we can with what we got
1: so you know how they name uh like they're like oh this is the full moon in aries Mm -hmm. you know what i mean this is the tower card of mercury retrogrades (laughs)
0: yeah this is the uranus of like retrogrades i don't know this is if Uranus had seven babies and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's real bad, but you know, I think we're coming out of it. Maybe. I don't know. I think we got another week. It's bad, but you know what keeps, keeps me sane through all of this, even though it's been pretty ugly to you and me. Yeah. It's my friendship with you has yeah. kept me sane through all of this.
1: I was going to say something inappropriate. But I was
0: like, <laughs> Well, what's kept you sane through all of this? Art films. Art films. Well, there's that too. But, you know, I haven't been able to watch art films either because my internet's been down. So there's (laughs) that.
1: Well, you can just do what we did back in the old days in the 80s. Or imagination. Imagination. (laughs) Well, the community. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's go back to that, Data Willie, because we need to talk about the community.
0: Uh, Well, it's... Is this where I feel bad that Logan is uh, editing the podcast?
1: Well, he's got to learn it somewhere. At least it's not on the streets. (laughs) (laughs) When two people love each other.
0: Very much. They watch art films. Because they've been married too long.
1: Exactly. Uh, So let's talk about community dinner. We got to get on topic. We got to get on topic. Yeah, we this, do. Isn't,
0: <laughs> this isn't what the people signed up for on it's I'm that, a Medium, ask me how?
1: No, no, Weird. it's not. No. So, you know what's really funny is I actually started um, my journey on TikTok, a, a majority of my journey on TikTok, and um, I can't speak to the lonely road that you have had to travel, that long and dusty road where it's been dry and all by yourself.
0: Stop talking about my vagina we
1: we'll cut that I can t- out. <laughs> <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I started my journey on TikTok, and I know that you didn't necessarily start on TikTok. And so, community hasn't really kind of been a thing for most mediums that are pre COVID, um, where, especially on social media, where it's been, you just do it by yourself and you sit in a metaphysical shop and you read and maybe you make a friend here or there at another reader or, or whatnot, or you go to a development circle and you make a friend there. But one thing that I found has been really magical about social media and post-COVID is the community. It's the community. And it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride, Dana Whaley, with that community on social media. <laughs> it's been,
0: whoa, <laughs> <laughs> There's been, there's, there's good, goods and bads, right? Mm-hmm. There's good mm-hmm. and bad. Um, I would say that for me, um, even though I had my comeuppance, I guess if you would say it that way, before TikTok, um. Community was a very important part of my development. And I think that it's something that we don't talk enough about because I think that it is a long, dusty, dirty road, you know, when you're, <laughs> when you're going into this because you feel very lonely and you feel like the weird one and you feel like you're the only one kind of going through this. And I know at least, I'm gonna speak from my own experience, That's how I felt for the longest time. And I felt like I was just kind of navigating this on my own. And I don't feel like there was anybody else that got this or understood this. Mm -hmm. And so for me, finding a development circle was like, that was like, oh, it it did a couple of things. It was like, it validated that I wasn't making this stuff up, right? Because I had been telling myself that for years and years and years. You're making this up. You're making this up. You're making this up. This isn't real. This isn't real. This isn't real. So I got the validation that I wasn't making it up. And then I sat around a group of people that were all like me on some level, right? And I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm not weird. I mean, maybe I am a little weird, but I'm not weird. There's other people that are walking this same walk who have had the same struggles or similar struggles to me. And it just felt less lonely and building some community and some like a safe place to go where maybe I felt weird, still felt a little out of place during my normal waking hours. But that once or twice a week that I went to a development Mm -hmm. circle, I didn't feel weird. And so it was really nice to start to build that community. Um, But there are some downfalls of the spiritual community as well.
1: Yeah. I just want to loop back into what you said, because I think that like TV makes it seem like we're really rare. Right. And I think like uh, the only show that I've seen do a really good job about the community in the paranormal is, um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it that psychic kids, children of the paranormal mm-hmm. show, which Chip coffee where you like went around and like talked to the kids that were thing. Cause he kind of brought a little community together of support now we all have different beliefs, but I figured, you know, Hey, that was like really rare and it never really happened. And then I went to a development circle and people were at different levels or they all believed something different. And I went into one that was like all encompassing, I guess you could say it wasn't like a spiritualist development circle. So it was like you, you had somebody that was like talking to Loki
0: Mm -hmm. on like one end
1: of it. And then you had somebody that was like spooky angels. (laughs) Well, but that's
0: where I started. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't think we've actually ever talked about this. I didn't even know that there was a spiritualist thing. Mm -mm. Probably for like almost two years ago was the first time I ever heard about that.
1: I didn't know what a spiritualist church was. I thought it was like the Scientology church. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was like a branch of that. I didn't know. It's like, Oh, that seems spooky.
0: And I didn't, I didn't understand like the whole spiritualist thing. I just, because a lot of my development in development circles was just somebody that said, this is mediumship. And it was more like an all encompassing, like we're going to do some psychic stuff and we're going to do all of this stuff. And then, like you said, maybe some people were talking to angels and some people were doing this, but it was, it was just more of a community of like, these were some things that you could try out and test out. Um, and yeah. feel, feel less weird.
1: Yeah, I didn't feel that that one resonated with me. And there was nothing wrong with the person talking to Loki or the other person talking to angels. Nothing wrong with it. It just didn't hit my heart. Mm-hmm. I didn't find my truth in that. Right. And then that lady uh, came up to me and was like, here's Janet Nohovec's circle. You go Tuesday. See you there. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, OK. And I went and it was more it was more my speed, mm-hmm. but it didn't really have because that was an online thing. So I didn't really have a lot of exposure to other people or like just one on one readings, you know what I mean? Like you were not really bond. But there was a few people that like I would read for them and they'd be like, oh, wow, here, <laughs> like this is my social media. You should follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be really rare because mm-hmm. you're just there to learn um, on online really Mm -hmm. uh, on certain circles where it's just massive and there's like 70 people in a room. Uh, But then I started to get into other uh, online courses and I realized it doesn't need to be. Mm that. And it was nice. It -hmm. was nice because I like learning with groups of people, but I also like that conversation you can have that makes you feel normal
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because you were like, yeah, you feel like an odd duck out, right? No, you totally do. Because then you think all the shit that you're experiencing, you're going through by yourself, and then you start to feel crazy, and you're like, "Well, I don't know, I don't know. maybe, maybe I'm the weird kid." Yeah. And then you then you start to find the other weird kids, and you're like,
0: "Okay, maybe I'm not so weird." Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that you mentioned the question or have being able to have conversation. Um, mm-hmm. because I think that's really important, um, and this isn't to toot our, our own home, but I'm gonna do it a little bit um I think beep, that's, beep bitch. I think that's why I live <laughs> beep beep I, I think that's why I like our question and answer portion of our development circle so much because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a it's a point for everybody to like have that moment of asking a question, and we always say mm-hmm. there's no stupid questions, right um because guaranteed if you're asking it somebody's thought it right or was afraid yeah. to ask it and um it just makes somebody else feel less weird and less out of out of the loop um and you know obviously Matt and I can answer from our experience but we often get people's experience from the group helping to answer the question as well because we all come from different life experience and different You know, we all are coming from different experience points in our own mediumship as well, right?
1: Well, I agree. I agree. And I think that we have a a theme in our circle that there are no stupid questions. Well, actually, there are stupid questions. You know what the stupid question is?
0: The one you didn't ask.
1: The one you didn't ask. And so like I think that if somebody else is going to ask it somebody else has either experienced or, or thought it and I think leaving that open space for them to just breathe I think it you just when you start to realize that you're you're not you can breathe a little bit more and you're not so freaked out because yeah. fear is a big kink in mediumship and I think when you're going through this alone and not knowing how to navigate it you become fearful mm-hmm. right not not only the fear of the unknown of the afterlife or the spirit world, but also fear of being ostracized. So then you're like, oh my god, this is great. This is great. So I'm glad that we do that. So I'm I'm tooting that horn. I don't care.
0: Toot toot, toot toot. Mm-hmm. So you know, one thing. So we we've, we've talked about like why it's nice to have community because it's it is the other the other thing that. Well, I'm going to go over a few more pros. Okay. You are changing a lot as you develop um, mm-hmm. and grow. You're, we, we talk about personal development being as important as mediumship development. If you haven't heard that already in our podcast, well, welcome in. We're gonna talk about that for a second. Your personal development is as important, if not more important than your mediumship development. And you're going to change so much on a personal level that you need somebody to kind of do that with you. Because sometimes the people in your life aren't going to know how to support you or deal with that. So having a community around you that understands that part of the process of development can be really, 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 really helpful because they've walked in those shoes. They've been through that before. So having that support mechanism is also really important, I think.
1: I agree with you. I, and it's also, you, we learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've learned a lot from you.
0: Oh, I've learned Just a kind lot of, from you.
1: Yeah, you know, like watching you read and stuff like that. And I've learned a lot from Megan and Michael and all the rest of them. Yeah. And if you don't know who they are, well, good luck, because you're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, that we we even learn from our viewers, right? So it's this is a. Community I learn from as our well. students
0: all the time, mm-hmm. and so I think we're in this constant learning thing. But there's there's a caveat to that, and you know I was like talking about the pros of community, right? But there's a there's a flip side of community, oh. Oh, and shit. this is when you're having this rapid growth, and mm-hmm. all of this stuff is going on. And you are growing faster than somebody else or comparison starts to happen. Um, The ego starts to enter in and get, and I've seen the ego enter into plenty of spiritual communities and blow it up. And it's ugly. It doesn't take much either. Mm -mm.
1: it doesn't take much Um, i'm gonna speak from my personal experience on this because i was a huge hype man on tiktok where if i saw a good reader i created the yellow pages psychics for them and i blew them up um i had content creators reach out to me asking me them to be on it and i didn't see them read and i haven't seen them do anything and i said no And they got mad at me and then they went around to other people and were like, he's a, he's a horrible reader. Um, And so like, it can get ugly. It can get ugly really quick. And so I think one thing I've learned about that is keep your eyes on your paper, (laughs) do your own thing, but just know that like community can be good and it can also be bad because it needs boundaries. I think there's boundaries that need to be had in a community. Um, I think um, if I was to list my top 10, um number one would be like treating people with kindness, dignity, and respect. Even if you're in the same field, it still needs to. I learned that we are hurt people, helping people while we're healing while we're doing it. Um, I've seen a lot of jealousy
0: mm-hmm. go
1: on in the community, like huge jealousy. Like you would think, Dana, that there would be a goddamn drought of dead people.
0: Oh, no. And and by the way, there's not. There are plenty of dead people to talk to, y'all. <laughs> And you know what? Even
1: if somebody books with me, that doesn't mean as that a hundred percent guarantee they're getting a reading because maybe I don't have the life experience that that other person does. I'm not and, the medium for everybody.
0: And and just because they get a reading from you, does that mean that that's they're ruined Ugh. forever and that's the you'll you'll never they'll never book with another medium ever 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 ever? And maybe it does. I don't or, know. But
1: or, or or maybe we're chapters, right? Maybe I only got a couple chapters of that person's life, and you can unlock a couple more chapters and that person can unlock a couple more. Right. Because we're only seeing a different side of each. What do you do? The canister. Like this is my Schmaderade bottle. I have I'm product placement. You like that? Like you see this side, I see this side and this person sees this and the viewer is actually seeing this, right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that we're not getting the same thing. It's okay. If you go book with me and then go book with somebody else, it's more, more spirit, more fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's not, there's, there's plenty to go around. It's not a Mm -hmm. competition and, but, but our ego creates a competition that there's not lack. And you know, what happens is our own insecurities start to creep in as we develop. And I think that it's not, I think it's our ego that says there's a competition or that there's lack, but we know on paper, there's no lack, right? Um, but, but what we see is we compare ourselves constantly, whether it's in a development circle or we see somebody reading online or whatever, I can't read like that, or they're way better than me. Or, um, I've seen it a thousand times where two people enter into development at the same time and one, it starts to excel faster than the other. And then all of a sudden it gets real weird or funky you know and it's like you can't celebrate somebody succeeding and it, it and it feels yucky there and so what i what we always try to tell people is you know yes keep your your eyes on your own paper but you are perfectly where you need to be in your journey and they're perfectly where they need to be on their journey you don't know what's going on in their life and in their journey and how spirit is working with them for the people that they need to be talking to. And you need to be worried about how spirit is working with you to talk to who you need to talk to. Right. Yeah. And we all are different people, just as Matt just said, like we're all looking at different angles of, of a spirit. We, Matt and I often talk about our special spice. And if you've seen Matt and I read, we teach together, we read together often, but we're very different readers with a very different skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's beautiful. That's beautiful. We're each going to bring something very different to the table in a reading. And that's the way it should be. I don't, I don't want somebody to leave our space and be a cookie cutter, Dana reader, or a cookie cutter, Matt reader. I want you to leave our space being a better you reader,
1: yeah.
0: a better version of you.
1: I always say like, I don't want to read like you.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't want
1: to read like you. I want to read like me. Mm -hmm. i want i don't want to read like tyler henry i want to i want to read like me that doesn't mean that i can't learn something and utilize some skills but that doesn't mean that i need to be a carbon copy of that person right right and you can say
0: like i like this part mm -hmm. um always understanding that when you see a reader do something amazing you that's you're that's possible if they can do it, it's possible for you too. But something that you and I often talk about is whenever we pedestalize somebody or, or we're like, oh, I'll never be able to do that, or, or, or there's that ego thing coming in, we undercut all of the work that that person had to do to get to that point.
1: You just took what I was about to say.
0: I'm sorry. Nathan.
1: It really, no, it's true. It really discredits it really discredits what the other person's working on but you know what mediumship development is and, and I, we said this a lot in our class and let's say it on the podcast i don't care is that 90% of mediumship development is about the personal development not just the mechanics of mediumship so when we look at somebody and we get jealous of their ability to read we're not seeing the personal growth that it took to get there and the dedication it took to get there and the time spent to get, the, to get there. Or maybe they had a huge unlock that week and you're only seeing that little glimmer of it. Right. Um, and I don't ever I can tell you being on the receiving end of somebody's ego trip of saying well I've been doing this 20 years and I should be doing this and you shouldn't be doing this you discredit what I bring to the table and what I worked on right and so it's holding space for every single person's journey Mm -hmm. if you want that work towards it do it no one's stopping you Mm -hmm. but just know that like I'm here to cheer you on the 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 better mediums that walk out there the more representation for the general public they're going to get a great quality reading Mm -hmm. the better it is to bring more people into the spiritual uh side of themselves and they're closer to spirit so i think i think kind of going back to it is it's just keeping everybody engaged with each other and respecting each other's journey keeping your eyes on your own paper And not just jumping the gun. And I think when we have triggers like that, that move us in that part of ourselves, Mm -hmm. like looking at what caused that of like, what is it inside ourselves that we can't be happy for somebody else?
0: Mm hmm. I think also understanding that sometimes people come into our lives for a reason or a season, right? And just because Mm -hmm. somebody may come into our life at the beginning of our development journey or whatever, whatever part of it is of our journey, it doesn't mean they have to stay in our life. And I think I see that happen a lot um, where people are like, well, they've always they were my friend for this part. And so I have to keep them around. We can always love people from afar, and that goes, you know, people, family members, friends from whatever. I think we change so quickly and so drastically through our mediumship development that I think it's important that we honor that when somebody isn't in resonance with who we are anymore, and that doesn't make them a bad person. We got to make sure we're not judging them. But we also have to make sure that we're not changing ourselves to be with people that aren't in resonance with us anymore, and that can be development circles too. Like when when we outgrow a space, it's totally okay to outgrow a, a space or a shop or creators or or teachers or or any of that. But also communities and friends like this just doesn't vibe with me anymore. I don't feel like I fit here anymore that's okay. It's important. I think as you are developing that you listen more and more to that intuition and to Mm -hmm. what is a hell yes. I, you know, it's, it's my, my saying I'm going to have to trademark it. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And the people that we choose to spend our time around should always be a hell yes. Right. Mm -hmm. There's enough things that we have to do in this world the people that we choose to spend time with should be a hell yes. So when I'm people put your
1: headstone. just heads up. Okay. Imagine walking up to Danny Willie's grave and it says Danny Willie. If it's what? not a hell yes, it's a hell no.
0: <laughs> Listen, trademark. Mm-hmm. Um it's fine. But honestly, like I want I want you to decide to be with people or decide to do things because it's a hell yes. Mm-hmm. And if somebody is no longer a hell yes in your life, it's okay. It's okay. We can love them from afar. And it, like I said, it doesn't make them a bad person. It just no. doesn't make them right for right now anymore.
1: Well, that's what I love about my spiritual community because outside, because I came so late in the game, I, I say late in the game, like later in life to mediumship. I grew fundamentally as a human person that the people that were currently in my life, some people stayed and some people went. Mm -hmm. And the people that came into my life, I don't want to say replaced, I I don't like that word replaced, um, filled a soul hole. Of being like, these are the quality people that were supposed to be in my life and how I was supposed to, you know what I mean? So I don't like to say replace because they reason in a season, right? But they came in and were like, no, Matt, like, I get you on such a level that you will never understand. I've been through what you've been through. And they just kind of help carry you through those tough times of people not understanding you in real time, in, yeah. in the real life, non mediumship world. Well, so, when like, one door closes,
0: yeah. another one opens. But can we decide on your uh, tombstone um, that we're going to trademark soul hole?
1: <laughs> this is my soul hole. Matthew Tap soul hole. <laughs> Maybe that's the new peaches. Uh, could be. Soul hole. Soul if you hole. like soul hole, just go in the comment section on YouTube. <laughs> soul hole. What do you fill your soul hole with? (laughs) Is that like fingerprint of love? Yeah.
0: yeah. We're making soul hole the new fingerprint of love.
1: Fingerprint of love didn't last very long.
0: It was came right on
1: and gobbled it up.
0: (laughs) One week. That's what a soul hole will do.
1: It'll take that that fingerprint of
0: love and it'll gobble that shit right up.
1: Soul (laughs) hole. what is wrong with me? (laughs) That's good. No, but it really is. It's like, uh, there's parts of your soul that just kind of connect with other people. And I think, especially if you're on this path, like I can't fucking stress it. My 85 year old Catholic grandma just nailed that right on the head. One person I did not think that would just come through and give me a little gem to just file away in my soul hole Rolodex (laughs) would be, um, my grandma of just saying that other mediums will get you will, will fill your soul hole on a level that no other person will and it really is true i cannot stress that up You stop giggling about my soul hole girl my soul hole is so big girl
0: your soul hole is sacred <laughs> don't let just I, anybody enter in your soul hole
1: you know i cleanse my soul hole every new moon do you yeah i see you- it
0: Do you sun your soul hole?
1: Yeah, it's like a soul hole enema. Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: just go in and I just just clean it from the floor up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta let that soul hole glow.
1: (laughs) You know, I was thinking about getting a soul hole bleach.
0: Yeah. (coughs) Then then you know what would happen? What? You would be the light of 100,000 soul holes.
1: (laughs) Maybe it's a dark soul hole. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know what to say to soul. They we're leaving all of this in. <laughs> no.
0: So community.
1: So getting back to community. Um, so there's a couple things <laughs> that I want to add. There's a couple things I want to add uh, to community it would be don't, I think, understand that you can be a cheerleader for mediumship. Right, but you gotta let people make their own mistakes. Um, I think that what I've learned about the spiritual community is that we all practice different things, and I always like to say that mediumship is like being a doctor. You're not an actual doctor. Don't take my words and twist them. But each, like, if you look at doctors, like, some doctors are specializing in the brain, and some specialize in feet, and some specialize in soul holes. But each one of them does a different thing, right? So I think that's a lot like mediumship, that we all specialize in different things. And so that does not make one doctor or practitioner better than another because they specialize in one area. And and it doesn't need to be one certain way to do this. I think all roads lead to Rome. And that's just because one person is a spiritual practitioner that has a religious practice incorporated into it does not mean that my mediumship with no spiritual practice practice into it makes it any better because I'm choosing to remove myself from it. Right. It's just like because the client doesn't need to resonate with me. Mm -hmm. The general public can might resonate with that person a little bit more. And it took, that was a really hard lesson to learn in a Mm -hmm. small amount of time In a small amount of time. So yeah. What, what did you have anything to fill that soul hole?
0: It, I mean, that this whole hole is getting full. I mean, how yeah. big is this soul hole? <laughs> uh, no, I, I think that it's important to, to just stay focused on what feels right to you, yeah. where you are right now. Um, and not comparing yourself to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, comparison is the thief of joy right and we have to remember that you are exactly where you need to be and that people are going to flow in and out of your life not only in the spiritual community but just in life in general and mm-hmm. i think that as we continue to develop personally it's as as you are going to I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I've said it a thousand times on this podcast, and I'll say it again. Mediumship has made me more authentically me than I've ever been in my life, and because I'm more authentically me, when something doesn't fit anymore in my life, it is so blaringly obvious now, where it wasn't before. Because I was all masked up, I was being something for everybody else in my life. Now that I am so authentically me. When there is somebody or something in my life that doesn't fit anymore, it becomes so glaringly obvious and uncomfortable. I can't stand it. It makes me literally sick and uncomfortable. Honor that. Stop trying to make things fit in your life or people in your life fit that don't fit in your life anymore. Move away from it. Stop paying attention to it. Don't give it your energy. Give energy to the things that bring you hope, that bring you light, that are hell yeses to your soul hole. Like whatever fills you up, right? And let the things go that aren't. And that doesn't mean the things that you're letting go are bad things. They're just not for you. And I think that's, but, but to bring it full circle, Understanding what community has done for me. I could not do this without my community. And I could Mm -hmm. not do this without you and without some of the other amazing people that I've been able to meet and form amazing bonds with. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's me. And -hmm. it's staying true to me.
1: You know what? I'm going to. You said something earlier, and it's just been sticking in my mind for a hot minute where it's like everyone comes in for a reason or a season. Everybody comes in for a reason, doesn't need to have a season. And I think looking at the relationships that don't work and going, well, what did I learn? What was the purpose for it? What was the reason and what what did I take away from it? Even if it's a bad experience, Mm -hmm. because like those examples I gave earlier about those other mediums, you know what I learned? I learned to be a little bit more protective and selective. And I also learned to hold space for other people's hurt. Mm -hmm. Right? Because if somebody's saying something to me that's more defensive, they're just hurt. And it's nothing that I did. I just triggered an emotion in them that I'm not aware of and just hold space for it, but also lead through your work. Mm-hmm. You know, your mediumship uh, readings can raise the entire community up. Mm-hmm. So just focus on yourself, focus on yourself, but also make amazing connections because you never know when you're going to need somebody and never burn a bridge.
0: Mm-mm. And people come back around. People can have their moments. People mm-hmm. can be going through their own shit, and they can have a moment where you're like, mm, "You're gonna go through whatever you're going through," and when you're done going through that, I'll be over here. And when and then they can come back around. And we always want to give people grace for when they've figured something out. You know, if it's in resonance for us to have them back in our life, right? Yeah. Um. And. I, I have so much grace for people. Um, so I'm, if, that, I'm if, learning. if that's, if you have resonance for that, if, 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 if it works for you, awesome, right? To, to bring them back in. But, but go with the flow of it. It, it. Just stay true to yourself and it yeah. should feed your soul and your mediumship should feed your soul. I, you know, again, the more authentic you become and live your life, the more you're going to just want to do things because they are authentically you. And you're going to want to spend time with people that feed your soul and are authentically part of you.
1: I have a question for you. So just in the past year and a half, Mm -hmm. what is your favorite memory of having a community that you were so blessed to be a part of?
0: Oh God, I have a couple.
1: Okay, well, give me your top two.
0: Okay, well- First, one was doing an event with you and Hannah and Cody and Kimmy and Mm -hmm. bonding through creating that event. Like the bonding that the five of us did together through that was incredible. Like, incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say traveling with you has been so amazing and meeting the people that we've had we've gotten to meet Um, the bond that you and I have been able to create with Megan um, and Michael has been really awesome. And that the time that we've been able to, the little bit of community that we've been able to, to build with them has been really cool. Um, Mm -hmm. Like that, that was really awesome recently to do. So that, that would be it for me. How about you?
1: I would agree with everything you just said except I'm going to add one. Okay. I would say our listeners as well. I think getting to see how... The community, because I think this podcast and our lives have brought a lot of cool people together mm-hmm. and just seeing the friendships that they're making with each other mm-hmm. and getting to see the interaction and support and love that they show each other has mm-hmm. been a really cool side effect of the community that we've built. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to add everything that you said plus that, because that's a joy and they help each other out. You guys literally are like one of the best communities I've ever seen just standing up and supporting each other and getting to know each other's names. And I saw somebody uh, in my life a couple days ago, uh, going through a rough time. And today I was on live and they were like, how's everything going? Are you okay? How's your mom? And they don't know each other. But just the fact that they came in vulnerable to share that and they checked in on each other was just kind of cool. It's just being like, it's not about me. It's about you guys. You just I'll just sit here and enjoy and just read the chat and watch you guys talk. Yeah. <laughs> my my work's done. Yeah. Spirit <laughs> <laughs> la,
0: la, 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 la.
1: But it's been really cool to watch that. Yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah. Whether whether it's been that or the community that we've been able to build in development circles. And yeah, mm-hmm. no, I agree. I a hundred percent agree.
1: Mm-hmm. Can I give them a little advice though? Mm-hmm. If you go into a group atmosphere, please make friends because these friends are going to be with you for a real long time and you get to meet some real cool people. Like one of my first mentors, she met her one of her best friends in a spiritualist church Mm -hmm. and they've been friends for over 25 years and they've been to each other's weddings and grandbabies being born and all that. I want that kind of friendship where it's just like ride or die, whatever you need. You don't have to always agree with each other, but like those are friendships. Those are friendships, and they're not easy. Never burn a bridge. Be nice to each other. Hold space. If if they're off, because look, this community can get a little hairy. Mm-hmm. They go off the, the deep end. Just wait until they come back.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> but always hold space, and when they come back, give them grace and yeah. um, understand that they were just on a journey to learn and just fill their soul hole.
0: Yeah. But, you know, I think we've got to fill our own soul hole before we (laughs) fill somebody else's soul hole.
1: If you can't love your own soul hole, how can you love somebody else's?
0: Exactly.
1: That has to be the best line (laughs) that's ever came out of our entire podcast. I just need to say. That's the best
0: line to ever come out of your soul hole.
1: Mm, Now I'm thinking of like titles for this episode. (laughs) 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 Well, Uh, Dana. I think we put the co in community. Yes. I, I almost said another word. I love you all. You're in our hearts. And thank Hallowed you for being friend. our
0: community. And thank you yeah. for all of your support. We we adore and love you guys so much. And we hope that we gave you some some good tips and tricks today. And on, on things giggle. to consider as you mm-hmm. move forward in building your communities um, and friendships and all of that. And we'll leave you with a shoulder dance. And mm-hmm. you, Matthew Tao. Yes, I've already, it, You are the light of a hundred thousand soul holes.
1: Yeah, Dana. Well, you're the light of a taco hole.
0: <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye. Hey, Daniel Willie, would this fit in your soul (laughs) hole?